You guys really know how to make a kid feel like Britt Baker in Pittsburgh. I'm winging this, you know, we're winging this. We, that's a very important distinction. We'll get back to it, but I didn't plan on what I was gonna say because I didn't know what to say. Because I didn't know how I was gonna feel, but I knew that I needed to feel it. And I feel you, Chicago. And I hear you, Chicago. That's what I've heard for seven years. I heard you. I heard you. And we got a lot to cover. There's good news and bad news. The bad news is we're not gonna get to it all right here, right now. But the good news is, is I got the time. Wednesday, Friday, four Sundays or Saturdays a year. I got the time and I ain't going anywhere. Wait, one second. Possibly for me, the most important thing I'm going to say right now, and this is for everybody at home, this is for everybody who bought a ticket, this is for everybody in the back. If at all through my journey, any of my personal choices or decisions related to my life made you feel disappointed or let down, let me just say, Let me just say, I understand if you all try to understand that I was never going to get healthy physically, mentally, spiritually, or emotionally, staying in the same place that got me sick in the first place. Can I tell you guys a story? It's hot in here. Hang on one second. Can I tell you a story? You see, I felt before like I had to leave. I didn't want to, 
but I knew I couldn't stay, and that was when I used to work for a place called Ring of Honor. August 13th, 2005 was my last match in Ring of Honor, and I famously came out with tears in my eyes. And walking out here today, I now know why I was crying. And it was a lot of reasons, but what it boiled down to was I had made a place where people could come work, get paid, learn their craft, and love professional wrestling. And I cried because I knew I was leaving a place that I love. And it was a home. And I knew where I was going. It wasn't going to be easy for a guy like me. Because I'm one of you. So I look at it like this. August 13th, 2005. I left professional wrestling. August 20th, 2021. I'm back. And I'm back for you. I'm not gonna lie, I'm back for me too. But I'm back because there's a hell of a lot of young talent that I wished I was surrounded by 10 years ago. So in saying that, I sit back and I say, well, hell, they're there now, so why aren't you? Here I am. I'm back because I want to work with that young talent that had the same passion that I had stamped out. I'm back because there's a couple of scores to settle in that locker room. I'm back for the young guys. Darby Allen! I've seen you, you're good. I've seen you jump out of airplanes. I've seen you wrapped up in a body bag and chucked over the top rope. I've seen you kick down a flight of stairs and you always come back. Just like each and every person here in Chicago, you're tough. But I'm here to help. And you're the first on the list. I'm going to help you because you're a daredevil and you like danger. Well, Darby Allen, there is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. Except wrestling CM Punk in Chicago. I will see you. And I'll see Sting, and I'll see all of you, September 5th. 
at All Out, live on pay-per-view. I'm back. Hey, this is Colt Cabana, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J. and that pain in the ass, Choppy. What kind of name is Choppy? Ugh. Your shows, your entertainment, and your This is Rant EMU. Remember, what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media. Down the Funyuns, close up that bottle of Mountain Dew, because you're getting a filatorial. I don't know what episode this is going to be. This might be 419, might be 420, I have no idea. Imagine if it was 420, and the, and the subject of this of this filatorial is, is is straight edge. That'd be actually pretty dope if I can get if I can get away with that. So um, either way, hello, how's everybody doing? We are hours removed from. The the move that broke the internet. If you don't know it by now, this is the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. I am your gracious host, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Ray, riding solo for another filatorial. And if you've been living under a rock, and you know what happened a couple hours ago, Mr. Brooks, Mr. CM Punk, Mr. Philip Jack Brooks made his triumphant return to professional wrestling, uh, showing up at All Elite Wrestling's uh, Rampage last night in Chicago. Now... The internet breaks. I can't. I can't order a T-shirt. My cousin Anthony got one though. Good for him. And I think a couple more of our friends did too. But you know, I'm. I've. I've. I said on last episode how my how punk and I have a lot in common. We're gonna get into that. This is why I'm doing this. I just want to talk to you guys, basically, to. I, I, I'm done trying to figure out the, the younger wrestling fan. I, 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 I'm removed from 
getting into internet squabbles with these kids about, you know, what makes wrestling good, makes it bad. Because, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm an armchair quarterback with my sports and my wrestling. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm the same way. I'm not, just probably just as big as a mark as you guys are. But the difference between me and, and most people is almost everything. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm able to differentiate and put aside negativity and politics and and everything else that that goes with this dirty you know assumption of what should be good with with wrestling and i'm i'm not and yeah is it sports entertainment sure is it wrestling yes it's still professional wrestling there's there's a lot of things that you know that the lines are blurred you know what I'm saying? Like, cause it, you know, a lot of stuff is hybrid, and a lot of a lot of companies are doing s- different things, and you're you're getting different flavors. And we tell you every single week you have options, and it's the truth. You have options. You don't have to watch any of it if you don't want to. You go watch shitty uh, reality shows if you want to. But I want to talk about like the reaction, and I'm not I'm not gonna point out names and screen names and and um Twitter handles and Instagram handles. I just want to address a couple of things because I feel like you guys aren't really grasping how companies work, right? If you have an, if you have a company, right, no matter what the the uh, the company is, could be retail, could be you know, could be shipping, could be anything, could be anything, it could be any kind of agricultural, it could be fucking food, it could be any anything. You know, if you have a company, you want to turn a profit. Turn a profit, make money, save money, open more companies, start more, bi- or, or expand your company, or leave a legacy for your family. Whatever you, whatever your financial goals are, right? And if you, if you as a company owner don't make every effort to get the equipment, the personnel, or the you know any. Anything, if you don't go out of your way to get the very best of what you can do to help your company grow and expand and profit, then maybe you're not in the right field. Maybe you're not, maybe you're not fit to have a business, you know? Obviously, you have to have a business plan. I learned that in high school with economics class. You know, you, you have to have a plan, a business plan. And the plan should be give you a portfolio of like a um what you want to do in the next 5 years, 10 years, 20 years, what your financial goals are, what you're going to turn out as as profit, what you're going to how much you're going to produce of whatever whatever you're doing in your business, whatever you're creating in your business, right? You want to turn a profit cuz you're probably not the only one who's running the company, you probably have other people investing in you, right? And you know, I think and this happens too with sports. Like I'm, I'm totally guilty of tearing apart my Mets every single day. I'm a huge Mets fan. You guys all know that. And the Mets went and got a billionaire owner this year, and he went and made a big trade, and then signed a couple of guys, and didn't really piece together all the pieces that we all thought they were going to. And you know they're suffering for it. They got a lot of injuries, and you know they they fell out of first place a couple of days ago, and it's like you know. But every year. The next day, I'm like, oh, they're shot. They're done. Like they're normally done by ju- by June, by Father's Day. Now that now they're done by August, which at least they gave me two more months to fucking to piss and moan about them. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not. I understand. I understand the, what 
what you as a, as a team you have to do what's best for the team. Maybe those maybe those those things weren't what the fans want, and vice versa. But you know the fans, and then the fans have this, uh, you know this um. They have this thing where they're they're entitled. Well, I pay a ticket. I buy buy cable. I buy merch. I you know I do this. I do that. You do, but it's not your team. You could call them your team. I do it all the time. Like my girlfriend makes fun of me. She's like, "Oh, it's your team. They're your team. You own them." Yeah, I said my team ain't doing too good today. They are my team. I live and die with my team. I'm orange and blue since 1982. I I I bleed. I bleed. Literally bled orange and blue for a tattoo on my arm of the Mets. Right. So. What, I, what I'm trying to get at is that is that the needs of a company aren't the needs of the of the consumer, right? And that's how it works in pro wrestling. It's like you know the 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 the, the ends will never justify the means because either you're in the demographic, you're out of the demographic, or you just don't like the product. What's going on? And that's fine. And you and obviously, and every single one of you are entitled to your opinion. Every single one of you that you God given right. If you live in this country. And now you have like 17 gazillion platforms with Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and whatever other fucking thing you guys use now, right? I can't keep up. I try. I have two or three of them, and I'm, and I'm done after that. I'm fried. Uh, WhatsApp and all this other shit, right? But you guys, all of you, have to like, you know, understand why this, this, these, these type of things happen. So, I, I, it, it's it's so profound how people are like hashtagging rest in peace WWE, uh, WWE's done. They're done. They 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 can't they can't. One kid even put, you should go. Uh, you know, one guy I should say kid guy was like, uh, you know, Punk should go as far as cutting promos on UFC and how bad Dana White is. And I'm like, it's just it's irrelevant, you know. Him cutting a promo on, on UFC is like is like talking about Michael Michael Jordan's baseball career. It's irrelevant. No one thinks about Michael Jordan in baseball. No one thought about Punk in UFC either. He had one, I think he had one maybe I think he had three matches and he lost one. One was a no decision. I forget the the, the record, but he didn't win. He didn't do nothing. He was terrible in UFC. And I was hoping he was terrible in UFC because I was selfish. I wanted him to come back to wrestling. I, I rooted against his success in the UFC, and I, and, and I don't feel bad about it, <laughs> you know? And it was a long six years, um, but it wasn't the do-all, say-all of the, of the whole gimmick, right? Because it's professional wrestling, and, and you know, you, you, you tend to not worry about shit like that because you have other characters you root for, right? Right, and you have other characters that you invest your emotions in, and you keep them moving. It's like when your favorite athlete retires, you know? If he comes back, he tries to come back and does good, you're good. If not, then he's a disaster and he moves on, and that's pretty much how it goes. But it's been a decent, a, a long, I shouldn't say decent, it's been a long six years because what you grew up with isn't what you grew up with anymore. That's the hardest part for me when I started the podcast. It was like, well, everything's apples and oranges at this point, you know. And it's just not that, and I had a son growing up, so now he's into it, so I'm like, okay, so now I can invest a little more emotion into it, into the current stuff. But then you find other stuff while you're doing that. You find Ring of Honor, you find Chikara at one point, you found Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Locally, we had PWS and WrestlePro, we had Warriors of Wrestling, you know, we had a FTW, we had a bunch of feds, and then 
had all these indie feds, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, and then of course Japan around 2013 brought me back into the fold again, you know? But CM Punk coming back last night made me understand why I loved him more, you know? And I don't care what his reasons were, and he explains it in, in the promo I just played. And uh, I always say we have a lot in common, and we do. You know, you watch his documentary, and it's he had a, a, a father who abused alcohol. My father abused IV drugs. He was a heroin addict. I watched my father overdose. I've never taken a drug in my life that wasn't prescribed to me, except for a half of a Cialis pill, but that was like on a dare, basically. I've never done drugs. I have never smoked a joint. Never did dust or coke or smack or fucking crack or heroin. Nothing. I mean, I dabble in cocktails. I like I like a good drink because I you know that's I, I enjoy it you know. But I'm not straight edge. But we have that in common. We and we all. What else we have in common too is our families didn't care enough, and resources did go to other siblings. And my siblings weren't fuck-ups, and it wasn't their fault, just that my mother felt differently about my sister. It was like, all right, okay, whatever. And, we, and I have another sister who f- feels the same way I do, and she's more fucked up than I am. Did it fuck me up? Of course it did. Did it fuck up my last two, did it fuck up my, my, my last several relationships, including two marriages? Yeah, of course it did. Absolutely it did. You know? Um, it's just, a, it, you know, it's funny how when you can relate to somebody like that's, in real life and in, in not in real life. It's like, he's not my favorite wrestler of all time, but he's got to be up there in my top ten. You know, when he when he was around, I, I used to, he used to be at some of the hardcore shows I was at. You know, he'd be on stage with fucking Rancid and H2O and Madball, and I'm like, fucking CM Punk. No one knew who he was except for me in the crowd and the, and the, and the performers, they're all fucking fans of him, and he's fans of them. Family environment. You know, DIY, punk rock, that's how Turnbuckle Throwback started. That's how Rant EM started. Shining Wizard started. Don Tony, Kevin Castle, Wrestling Soup. All your favorite podcasts started DIY, do it yourself. Did I have friends help me across along the way? One, to this day, to this hour, absolutely, 100%. You know, growing up, I had no one but me. I had great friends and their families looking out for me, though. I slept on people's couches. You know, I fucking worked two and three jobs while I was forced to collect a disability check that wasn't disabled, and I wound up fucking, they put me, my family had me signed up for disability, and I really wasn't disabled, so I started working other jobs to make more money because I couldn't work because I get these checks, and when I finally started my career, I had to give the IRS my first three years of my income taxes because I fucking had this, this check, but I would work two and three jobs I've been working since I'm 13 years old. You know what I'm saying? So I, I have a, a, a certain work ethic. You now I've gotten lazy in the last couple of years because I'm fucking old and I'm tired and I'm, I'm, you know, but I'm blue collar, man. I'm DIY. I've been punk rock. I've been anti everything since I'm a kid. I was anti government, anti fucking police, anti military. I just didn't like anything. And my career humbled me. My career, same way you see him, punk's career humbled him. You you get humbled when you hit a certain age. When you when you hit a certain age and you're a man, you you get humbled, and you mature and you and you see your value, and then you have then I had mental sickness to that. My mental health is not good. 
and I get seen for it medically. I see professionals, and I and I'm medicated, and I and I deal. There are days where I wake up and I don't want to get out of bed. There are days that I wake up where I just want to die, you know. But I'm motivated by by things that I love in my life. I love my job. I love my family. I love my friends, and I love this podcast, you know. So when I see somebody who I have a lot in common with, it's like a friend. It's like he, like me and Punk would be friends, like thick as thieves. We'd have a different diet, you know. I wouldn't invite him to a cake party, obviously. Um, but we have a lot in common, you know. When you have to fight for every single thing you've had in your life, and your f- and your fight doesn't end, it it's every, and then you have to fight yourself. That's why he left. That's why he left in the first place because he was sick in the head. He let the business get to him. Oh, I'm not main eventing. I'm not this. I can't change the world. I can't do this. I'm not this. I'm 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 better than everybody else. I'm the best in the world. I'm gonna quit. And he walked away at the height of his career. Because he didn't like how things were going when he took his ball and he went home with it. So that's why everybody poo-pooed on him. Okay? Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it wrong. It just makes the fans very angry. You know? It, it makes them very angry. I'm the guy that was bitter and I was mad at him and I, and I wished him I wished him bad luck <laughs> in, in MMA. I mean, jokingly. I don't want him to get hurt, but... I'm like, I hope they cave his face in where he comes back to wrestling because that's where he belongs. Because he belongs in a ring. His coming up, see, he belongs in a ring. Like, you know, just, I belong behind a microphone. I feel like that now. There's, there's, in the last decade, I've done nothing right except for this podcast. I mean, the equipment flaws are, are because I'm, we're broke, but me behind a microphone is the only thing I did right. My marriage fucking failed. My job still is fucking stressing me out, but I've done the same thing since I'm 17 years old. I can't make another career move unless I'm, I'm not properly motivated. And that's because of my mental health. And that's fine. I'm dealing with it. You know, I'm, I'm not ashamed to tell everybody. I'm very transparent. And, and, and I like that punk is the same way. You know, and he said last night, he goes, I heard you guys. Every time he chanted my name, I heard you guys. How could you not hear it? How could you not hear all the, the social media rants and all this other shit? How could you not... Not you. You can't turn a blind eye or a deaf ear to that. You can't do any of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's it's profound, and I'm happy he's back, man. Forty two years old, he still has something left in the tank, and he's got a shit ton of talent he's to be working with. Starting off with Darby Allen, I'm not emotionally invested in Darby Allen, but it's gonna be a good match regardless, right? And uh, but the fans need to stop. Suspend your disbeliefs. Pretend that you still enjoy this sometimes. How can someone who watches all this wrestling be so bitter and angry because you have access to the internet? You know, it's like you're, you're none. I mean, these are all everything is an opinion based. Obviously, none of us are right. There's no right and wrong in this. We can say, hey, I mean, I I say all the time, I was right about that. I was right about that because I, I mean, when I call certain things and. I shouldn't be, you know, not that I say I shouldn't be, but I, I do that because I've watched people like, well, you're a fucking fossil. You watched it for so long. You're 100% right. And my son does it now, and it's because of me, and I'm and I'm blessed beyond. You guys see him on, he's like, a, he's like a little punk. No pun intended. He's like a little punk on social media with his fucking, with his tweets. I want to punch him in his neck, you know. But you see, it's 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 my fault. 
you know, partially because I created a monster. But that monster understood at, at six years old that, you know, he knew the difference between sports entertainment and wrestling and the line that's drawn. And it gets blurry. He understands that. Now he's 14 and he understands that. And he accepts it. And it's in his demographic. It's in his wheelbarrow. He's going to enjoy it. And I, and I love that. I enjoy it too. I still watch every single thing on television. Good, bad, and different because of this podcast and because of my son, because of my friends. My friends and my motivation. My friends, uh, they they take care of me, look out for me like family they do. You know, it's like it's, we all love this game. It's 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 a wonderful thing. And, and same way I play Stratomatic. I have, a, I, have a, I have a league of guys that I hang with, you know, for seven years. And then I got to play with two of my best friends, now one. But I'm in this community of guys on social media that, that love the game just as much as I do. So I take solace in a lot of this stuff. And I and I think the fans don't do that. The fans, the regular fan now doesn't take solace in what's presented to them as a whole, right? WWE, rest in peace. WWE, rest in peace. It's like it's like stop. Do you think for one single solitary second that Vince McMahon is gonna close the a, a billion dollar publicly traded company? McDonald's is not going to close down because Burger King, Wendy's, and fucking Popeye's all have chicken nuggets now. Okay, if you don't want a Big Mac, you get a fucking Whopper. If you don't get, if you don't want a Whopper, go get a Wendy's fucking uh, big sandwich or whatever it's called. You have options, people. Options. This is what makes America so great. This country is built on that shit. Are we in a? Are we in good shape politically? No. Financially, probably not. But that's our fault, too, because we don't put per- certain leaders and in, in, we don't put better leaders in, in place to help us. And that's just another that's another podcast. That's not politics. But that's, that's just fucking facts. And that's not left or right. That's just po- common sense. But I digress. Guys, I, I, I can't tell you enough. And, and this goes to the fans of the podcast, too. I appreciate all you guys, your feedback. I love each and every one of you guys. I try to interact with as many guys and girls as possible. Because I feel like if I don't, I'll lose touch and I'll lose connection with you guys, and I don't, and I don't, I don't want to do that. And in my mind, I, I, I'm never gonna get famous. So I'll be, I'll be internet, I'll be fucking Facebook famous for the podcast. I'll be, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I, 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 that's fine with me. I just, as long as people hear me and I can entertain you guys, that's what I, that's my goal. When it becomes a job, I'm gonna stop doing it. You know. And I could speak for uh, Jay, and I can also speak for Choppy, who's not with us right now. But we all feel the same way. We have a goal, and uh, we take time out of our lives to entertain you guys because it's we love pro wrestling. How many of you guys love pro wrestling? And it, all of you who are listening, if you all raise your hand, seriously keep that hand up and ask yourself, how much do you piss and moan about but yet you're buying the merch. You're buying the fucking network. You're buying the fucking gimmick. You're buying the fucking collectible figures. Figures. Uh, figures are a billion-dollar business now. You're buying all the classics, right? That's their money. That's them. Okay? You bought the DVDs. You, sometimes you still go to a show when it comes here to your town. You know? I go. I don't like Raw. I barely watch SmackDown. I love NXT. I buy, I have the network. I buy the shirts when they're on sale. 
I do. I'm, I'm not, and I'm, and I don't care. I'm not guilty. I'm not. I'm. It's not. It's not. I'm. I'm not, I'm not ashamed. I'm not. You know. I don't care who if if you guys think that you know. It's it's insane what you guys put on social media. Like you know, someone asked today, are they gonna are they gonna go out of business? Like go out of business. Fucking forty years of legacy. Vince is out of his mind, but he's a fucking billionaire. Publicly traded. He's on major networks, TV. For years, for decades. He gambled the family fucking fortune on a WrestleMania. 37 of them later. 37 of them, even through a pandemic. 37 of them. Stop. Stop with the nonsense. You guys are out of your skulls, man. They ain't going nowhere. They can just bank on their fucking video library. They can ba- Vince can stop doing Raw and SmackDown and NXT tomorrow and still make money off the fucking off his off the off the merch and the streaming and the fucking videos and and everything else that goes and coincides with with the, with the company. Stop it. They're the fucking number one company because of a reason. There's no more competition. It's nice to have a healthy competition. You don't think they sat there and said, wow. They saw that pop last night then when Punk came out. And his, I mean, listen, and Choppy said it Choppy said it today, this morning. He said that, you know, Punk could have been anywhere in the world. And he could have had the same pop. And that's the fucking truth. That's the God's honest truth. Because that's how over he is, was, is, whatever the case may be. This is not a, uh, um, you know, this is something that it should be celebrated. Like, so, like fucking, I'm, I'm excited. Like, I'm a kid. I went to go buy a t-shirt. <laughs> like, I'm 47 years old. I'm like, I want a CM Punk shirt, you know? I had one 10 years ago. Um, but I was like, holy shit, you know? CM Punk. It's great, you know? Um, but it's great, man. It's fucking gratifying. It's fun. Wrestling's fun. You remember how, remember the first time you watched it and you and you were and you and you caught on. You, you 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 guys all remember your first time you saw it or you, the first time you fell in love with it, or that you remember that time where you were who you were sitting with if you were at there live or you who whose house were you watching it with a friend or whatever. Shit, I knew I could tell you what I was wearing. That's how fucking back I go, you know. I'm not better than anybody else either. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. I'm not better than any any of you by no means. This is not about an ego thing. This is about me just appreciating it, appreciate appreciating it. I'm sorry, I can't even talk. Better than most people because I understand the the, the bigger picture. You know, there's a there's a logic to a lot of the stuff, and then there is, and that's and there's a lot of it that's illogical. Like to, to try to figure out the, the the booking aspect of it too. It's very logical. Because there's people who who are behind the scenes now who write this shit and they have no, they don't even know who the people are. They're, it's like they're writing for a fucking uh, episodical comedy or drama. You know, they don't even know who the players are. No one's investing in the, in the people, or the characters anymore. This is not like three or four guys sitting in Vince's pool anymore, writing out fucking stories for six months to a year in, in a composition book. You know what I'm saying? Pat Patterson's gone. Blackjack Mulligan's gone. Those days are gone. You know. You got talent relations, you have agents, you have writers, you have producers, you have a, an assembly line of people at Vince's beck and call. 
jumping like fucking do rings of fucking hoops of fire like it's a circus. And he's still the the lead ringmaster. And that's just how it's going to go. Punk acknowledged it. Didn't want to stay there. Knew that he wasn't going to change anything. And he left. And that was his fucking prerogative. You know, did it break the fans' hearts? Of course it did. Of course it did. Take some soda. Hold on a second. Of course it did. You know? Will he, will he make it up to us now? Hopefully. Hopefully he's in good ring shape. He lost a lot of weight. He looks good, though. You know? It's fun. It was so good, man. I was so fucking... I was beside myself. I was like, man, can you imagine? Just imagine the fucking... The the possibilities now. Omega and, and Moxley and Eddie Kingston. And I'm thinking all the... Um, fucking Penta. Like, um, Lance Archer. Miro. I'm thinking all the guys he can fight. He can beat up Cody Rhodes. Everybody else does. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man! You can do this. This is great. This is a. I was. I've been fantasy booking since one o'clock this morning. You know, that's how fucking excited I am. The figures. I can't wait for them to put a CM Punk figure out. Yeah, I want an ice cream bar. I'm. I'm. I. I told. I told you guys on 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 last episode. I'm drinking that Kool Aid, man. And I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. You know. But Mr. Brooks and I have a lot in common. We 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 share a, a love for hardcore music, and we share that that work ethic that you you can only get if you have it from someone who doesn't have who didn't have a good family structure in their life. Um, and a lot of times I'm I'm bitter about it. I've moved on from feelings about forgiveness and and um like dealing with the with the accepting people for who they are that are family and accepting. That things won't change and you can't change anybody and you can't worry about things that you can't change. You know? You can't. And it's it I mean it's it's a harsh reality, but that's just a life lesson, man. You can't really fucking change anything on TV either. It's like, you know, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Don't buy it. Don't invest in it. Shut up. Keep it moving. Hard for you guys to do that though, because all you guys are fucking bitter and angry about shit. I don't get that at all. I really, I really don't get that at all. I I know for a fact that, um, I think the the average fan now thinks they know more than everybody else because of the dirt sheet. Everybody's a dirt sheet analyst. You know, I mean, like I said, like I said in the Facebook post this morning, you guys, when you guys go to a restaurant, do you do you yell at your favorite restaurant? Do you yell at the owner because he took away your favorite appetizers? Sorry, no more fucking mozzarella sticks for you, cha cha. You know. When you go to Walmart or a clothing store and they don't and you and you had you saw a shirt that you wanted but they went back there they ain't got the shirt you want because they, they ain't got the color you gonna go to the, you gonna go to the fucking owner of the, of the company and complain online that because they didn't have your size either lose weight or go to another store you know whatever man you know it's are you that mad you know are you, are you that mad you, you go to supermarket and and you, you get that box of cereal, and you haven't had the cereal in 20 years, so you had a bowl, and it doesn't taste the same way. It's different because your taste buds and your body changes every seven years, but you you think that 
that they took an ingredient out so you'll fucking sit in your mom's basement upon a computer. You know, dear fucking post cereal, your cocoa pebbles don't have enough cocoa in them. You know, you guys should fucking sign someone else to put the put the more cocoa in it. Come on, man, stop, stop with the bullshit. Get over yourself. You, you, the fans want to make it bigger than than the product, and and you're not. You're not bigger than the product. I go to shows all the time, and all the fans want to do is fucking hijack the show. They, the front row can't fucking, they have to stand up every time somebody comes over to them, and, and or, or they have to stand up every time somebody comes out. It's like, and they stand up, and I'm like, yo, you, you're in the front row. You paid a lot of money for those tickets. Enjoy that seat. Enjoy that seat. You know, don't fucking, don't be angry about it. <laughs> you know, shut the fuck up already. <laughs> I just, I, I, I want you guys to just to be more mindful, man. Suspend your disbeliefs. Enjoy it, man. See where it's going to go. I, I think it's going to be fucking fantastic. And if it's not, then we'll talk about it. You know, it's like, okay, he had a shot. Okay, he fucked it up. Okay, that's on Tony Khan. Tony Khan made the investment. We're going to make all this money. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Is there a long-term deal for him? He said he's not going nowhere. He's going to be on Wednesday nights, Friday nights, and four pay-per-views. Four pay-per-views is perfect. That's the way to do it. You don't need monthly pay-per-views anymore. You don't have to tell. It, 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 Tony Khan's got that 50-50 booking with me right now, so I'm hoping that that works. And I'm hoping that this is a good deal for everybody. And we're going to get some quality fucking matches out of it. I love it. Quality fucking matches. All right, let's switch gears because we're recording. So I had a couple of days to marinate that. So I took my first day of staycation by watching, you know, the weekly shows except for SmackDown because it's not Friday yet. I would start with Raw. You know, I we've been very, very judgmental of Monday Night Raw the last several years, let's say, right? And and rightfully so. I'm I'm still on that, you know, I could pick something out and have fun with it. But I couldn't get behind anything they did Monday night with with Karrion Cross, with the whole gear and, you know. Obviously, we knew he was going to be back because he lost the NXT Championship to Joe at TakeOver 36, right? So, uh, you know, I, I he's a star. And that's the next, you know, that he's the, he's the guy, right? And they must have something in him and came out looking like several different characters from, their, you know, from other movies and genres and shit. So I was like, all right, you know, it was terrible. And then that night I was listening to Don Tony do his show. And Don Tony made a really good point, which let's be honest here, he always does, most of the time anyway, about the state of affairs in WWE. We talked about this on the show a few weeks ago. With all the cuts and stuff, you know. A lot of these guys that were cut were making really good money. They weren't being done right. No creative. They were sitting home doing nothing. Or sitting in the back doing putting catering doing nothing. And they systematically made changes to trim the fat, you know. Um, you know, and, and I was telling this, and Jay and I were telling you guys this a couple weeks ago. When you, when you have a big company, big corporation, sometimes you have to trim some of the fat. And, you know, produce new product and produce new ideas and start fresh. And sometimes, you know, it's like collateral damage, you know. So, 
you know, and he put it so he put it so eloquently, and I was like, you know what, that's the way to do it. And I, you know, Don Tony's always always got the he's step ahead because he studied the game so so well, and he's been doing this for a long time. So, so it, you know, it is what it is, and I, I'm excited. You know, I really am. And I just all I know is that when you when you do this stuff like this and, and you're under a microscope, the the fan base will just eat they'll whatever they see they'll destroy. So it's like a thing where I don't have that kind of party and stuff to say. Well, you know it is what it is. It's just a shame that it has to come to that. And it's you know when you're not in the demographic or you're not getting the product or you're not understanding what's going on. It's real easy with all these platforms that you have now to go and piss and moan about it. So you guys continue to fucking shit on it and dog it because it's it's really it's really what you guys do. It's it's kind of gross when you think about it. You know, it's I'm not saying you're not allowed. I, I always say you're you that, that that you're right, but be mindful, man. Someone just lost their job. Someone just lost their livelihood. Currently, I mean. Be, be, you know, have a fucking soul. You know what I'm saying? You know, as much, much as we piss them on about you guys pissing them on, it really is really not going to change anything because, like, it, like we said, the fans always want to hijack the show. You know, the fans always want to hijack the show. It's it, it sucks. It really does suck. Yeah, it sucks because sometimes it takes away from what's going on on TV. So, anyway, yeah. So I watched NXT this week. Uh, Samoa Joe's getting a bunch of challenges from, uh, you know. From Pete Dunne to Kyle O'Reilly to L.A. Knight. Dummy. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he wants a title shot. Yeah. 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 That Ridge Holland kid looks like a beast, though. He put out Thatcher. It was was decent, you know. Um, Puerto Rican China has some new challenges, too. But L.A. Knight getting a title shot. That's crazy. I don't think that's gonna happen. It might be like a three-way or something for the for the title shot. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I did watch AW this morning. Uh, and uh, I want to take a quick break first, and then we'll get into that. And um, this is probably gonna be episode. I think it's four nineteen or four twenty, whatever it is. We'll live tape this week. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. We'll talk about it on the break. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Termical Throwbacks. It's your boy, Philly Raya, the Philatorial. Uh, one of the Philatorials, so it's one of my, one of many. And, uh, we'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. 
Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network, and join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. This is Doc Gallows and the Machine Gun Carl Anderson, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil, Jay, and that pain in the ass choppy, and that's just Just too sweet ski. If you don't like Killswitch Engage, shame on you. Shame on you. All right, we're back. Turnbuckle throwbacks, live tape. It's your boy, Philly Rea. A very uh, special punkatorial, as we see on Punk Heavy this week, for obvious reasons. Right? For obvious reasons. Um... So I did watch a. I actually watched B, uh, BTE first, and I haven't watched a, a full episode of BTE in a long time. Uh, you know, I love what the Young Bucks have done. I've said this before. I think they've turned their their franchise into something wonderful for for wrestling. I think it's it's great that they have evolved as characters and as people. 
And I think what they've done with it, you know, they basically took them and Cody, and I guess I'll add Omega and Hangman Page to this. They basically, they took, you know, they did their own pay-per-view with with ROH's backing and turned it into a, uh, a major player now. Like a major player. It's crazy, right? It's crazy when you think about it. Three years ago, we were... This weekend, we were in, um, this coming weekend, I'm sorry, we were in Chicago, Did, not expecting any of this shit, you know? Now it's a yearly thing, and now CM Punk is there, and Chris Jericho is there, and uh, legends are there, Mark Henry, Paul White, you know, a lot of guys. A lot of guys are there now. It's maybe too many. And, and I listened to Punk's promo tonight against Darby Allen at the pay-per-view next weekend. And he uh, hinted at Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson coming in, telling everybody to be patient. AEW was a little flat. And, I mean, again, this is Tony Khan, 50-50, 50-50, I just hope that 50-50 booking doesn't result in a bad pay-per-view. You know, I don't see it happening. You know, and I, with the retirement, with Chris Jericho's put his career on the line against MJF, and uh, with the whole shit with Moxley, Moxley's gonna fight Kojima soon. That's gonna be fucking cool. And uh, you know, Miro's calling out the Mad King. I'd love to see Eddie Kingston with a title. That'd be amazing for me. Anyway, I love Eddie Kingston. He's my favorite thing about AEW right now. Uh, you know, and then the tag team title scene with the Lucha Brothers and Jurassic Express, uh, whoever gets that win on Friday, gets the Bucks in the cage at the pay-per-view, which is fantastic. But CM Punk, eh, it wasn't, promo wasn't bad, but, you know, it's still in the Midwest, still going crazy over there in Milwaukee last night. Shout out to Matzbach. And they, uh... You know, it fell a little flat. Was it terrible? No. But again, it's 50-50 booking. I hope that they, they, they do something with it. And I hope that uh, it gets better. You know, I, I'm i excited. And I told you guys at the beginning of the show, I've been telling you guys this for a couple of weeks now. A couple of months, I should say. I'm excited for pro wrestling. How could you not be? How could you not be excited about fucking pro wrestling? You're insane if you don't. You're insane if you're not excited. You know? Um... And I'm so happy that the current stuff, I mean, the current stuff on the podcast will never trump the, uh, you know, the regular shit, right? Uh, but it's something that um, I'm very proud that we, we, we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> and it's, it's fucking cool as shit, you know? Um. And I'm not going to sit here and spend any more time with you guys telling you how bad shit is and how good shit is. Because you know what? It's 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 the end of the summer, man. The fall is coming. The fall is coming. And um, wrestling is great right now. Wrestling is in good shape. Wrestling is... It, pro wrestling is, is something that you guys... If, you, if you're a fan... If you're a true fan of the game, you have no problems living it up. And being happy for yourselves. You can get, watch all these different selections on TV every week. And see all your heroes and your anti-heroes. And everything in, in, in between that makes it that much fun again. 
because now I look forward to watching the current shit. There's a long, long time where I did not like watching the current stuff. There's a long time where we contemplated putting this as just a throwback show. But you guys motivate us to do to do great things. You guys are are part of the current product because you guys watch it all and you, you and you and you validate our opinions and you want our opinions and we're giving them to you. So I'm happy that shit's going like this, man. I really am. And to be perfectly honest with you, um, you know, we're in a position where this might go on for a while. No matter how much money Tony Khan spends, no matter how much money Vince doesn't spend, and no matter how bad it gets, you're going to find some good shit out of there, you know? And uh, it, 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 it's that kind of party. It really is. So I'm not going to take up much of your time. Like I said, I got I got a lot. So I want to enjoy my, my weekend. We'll be back next week, same time, same channel. And we'll have a good throwback for you. And I want to say thank you to everybody who, uh, I mean, Jay and I are just doing some family shit this week. And we're actually just, um, you know, enjoying our lives. We're trying to, you know, do everything, trying to balance it all out. So obviously, you know, you know the social media handles, you know the network affiliates, you know the pro wrestling tees. We have shirts there that the, the Mysterios stole our fucking Wu-Tang design, fuckers. Fucking Dominic is green as goose shit. But either way, ladies and gentlemen, we love you. We'll see you next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. And um, and in the end, let's face it. You know what I mean? We can't forget the, roots, the roots of where it all came from, where we all came from. At the end of the day, we have nothing to prove. We got nothing, absolutely nothing, to prove. At the end of the day, we have nothing to prove. Like that. <laughs>